and we are back 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 again back 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 again and talking about the end of some great tv shows um this is a cold pot are we what are we calling this are we calling this a uh um a refill it's are we giving them a little bit of a refill to get their new year's eve started off right and their new year okay yeah Go into 2022. Yes. Um, let Copop take you into 2022. That's what we Let we'll Copop take you into 2022. Okay. Oh, okay. Go for it. She's a lyricist. Um, <laughs> but no. Uh, hey, everybody. It's me, Trent and Rashad. And I'm Marcus Drew Steele. And we are back with a special edition of Copop tonight. Um, or today, I should say. Yeah. Um, whenever you are, whenever you're listening, <laughs> we are talking about um, New Year's resolutions as well as recapping 2021 TV. and what it's been. Um, yes. It's been a really great year, I think, for television. A lot of great as programming. Most of us spent a lot of time indoors during yes. this year. It's been a um, very interesting year, um, and I think people have consumed much more content than they would have usually yeah um and so that leaves us with lots of uh, lots of things to discuss today yeah yeah um so what do we want to start are we starting with the resolutions or we're starting with the tv i think we should start with tv okay for sure so then there are a ton of finales season and series finales that are happening um right off the top of the dome give me what you're watching right now so as of right now it's honestly a lot of bit of everything i just wrapped succession which was um great i am um finishing up with insecure yep um i'm also just started and just like that oh yeah um, yeah which is on hbo max Mm -hmm. um i'm wrapping up pin 15 which has been a great (laughs) second season of that show as well i saw that there was a new season um and which is like the final season of Pin Fifteen? They're As actually rapping, yeah. Yeah, it um, should be. Oh, you never, you've never even seen an episode, so I've let's seen, not. I was forced um, to see and a few. I think that. Um, I'm watching a couple of other things that are also like in the um, in the queue. I just finished The Shrink Next Door. Oh, okay. Um, on okay. Apple TV which is also really okay. good. So I'm watching nice. a little bit of everything. What about you? Yeah, about the same, you know, just finish, finished up succession. Same as you, uh, also on the end, just like that train as well. Um, also the season finale of Hawkeye on Disney plus be watching that. Um, what else? What else? Oh, uh, Abbott Elementary. We watched the the preview yep. of that. A, an amazing show. We'll definitely be supporting um, in the new year. Um, also checked out this show called Grand Crew. Um, I watched starring I watched Nicole Byer. Um, yeah, you know, I mean, you know, um, beautiful gowns, beautiful <laughs> gowns, marvelous, yeah, beautiful I, gowns. Um, we talked a little bit about that show, and like, I think. Um, it's interesting. I definitely liked episode two better than I liked the pilot. Mm. I thought it was a rough pilot for me to kind of get through and figure out. Um, but overall, mm-hmm. I um, I enjoyed season, uh, the episode two of it. I think Abbott Elementary had a really great pilot. Uh, absolutely. And mm-hmm. I'm excited to see more of that. And I also had been watching um, Southside um, that I know that you have been watching as well. And I thought that that is a... 
extremely funny show. We just wrapped that. I forgot about Southside. Yeah. I love Southside as well. Yeah. Had a really great uh, second season. That is a show I that was definitely very impressed. came into its own um, yeah. in the second season. And I think that they've kind of found a formula that really works for them. So um, okay. can we talk a little bit about Succession? Please. And uh, Final Thoughts leaving uh, season three. So I think that number one, it, it is very hard to see how this is going to play out now. Um, I, I, I'm definitely on board with the, the siblings teaming up. I thought we were going to get that earlier in the season. And then my dash just, uh, my hopes got dashed a little bit, but I think that they are stronger together than they are separate I, I and i think we are we're starting to pick up on this a little bit more i also think i've read a few articles about um tom wansby's place now um within the family and i didn't necessarily think that as a confirmation as he's the one who tipped off logan but everybody else is apparently saying that that's yeah, what happened I, that's what i took away okay so I what i want you to do clear. is i want you to go back and watch the finale a second time i did you did so, okay when i went back and watched it a second time it definitely made way more sense to me the second time going around. It and did. I think it's very clear where Tom's alliances lie. Right. Um, and I feel like now that I kind of go back and think about it, they have been setting us up for this yeah. for quite some time. Yeah. Um, you know, there was the whole piece about um, Tom that was when he was supposed to be actually going to jail. The one and then when the they fall. found out that he didn't, Logan came to him and, Took he his said, hand and said, you. I'll remember. Mm-hmm, he said, I'll remember. remember. And then there was this, the piece where Kendall wanted Tom to come over to his side. And he said, to be honest with you, I've never seen Logan get fucked. I've right. seen you get fucked a lot. Yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. so he was like, this is where I'm letting you know now. And those, I'm telling you, those like last three minutes in which he came and Logan, once again, patted him on the back. Mm-hmm. Gave him that pat. I was like, "Oh, it's clear what he did." Right, and then I, I also think what's the um, I forget Sarah Cooper. I think is the actress's name who plays uh, Shiv. Um, mm-hmm. Her reaction as well was like just the, the realization, and then the anger, and then the okay, bitch, keep it together, and then okay, we're definitely going. He's yeah, I'm yeah, he, we're definitely going to give him the business. Like I'm sure there's going yeah. to be some in fighting now but i just to see all of those emotions kind of play out over her face in such a short split second i thought it was very interesting there was definitely some face acting going on as my old man likes to put it he was like this face acting (laughs) um so i i I enjoyed it i think that the season three finale was not as explosive for me as season two well yeah, Um, it was was kind of the understated Mm -hmm. like when you go back and look at it it's like oh wow and you kind of but it it leaves them all out kind of really hit me i think it took the second time for me to watch for it to hit me exactly right the um the the gravity yeah of this and what was going on and just you know with the mom yeah, that was also so said, crazy. Like, I don't want this you is what kids. it is. Yeah. Um, and you know, it's it's tough to watch, and it's Jesus, you know, very too. interesting to see um, when you have those type of assets, how um, transactional some things can be. Yeah, I, so. I also think too. I mean, when you think about Kendall's situation, number one, I just I feel for him, and like he needs 
help, like mm-hmm. professional help. It's not going to be no help that any family member is going to be able to say. He needs professional help. And I think that, like, his storyline and, like, where that where he goes from here, I... How much, how much, how many more times are we going to bring him to the brink? Yeah. You know? That's what I'm kind of thinking of. And I'm like, gosh. Because I definitely thought he was gone. Yeah. I I was like, it was weird because at the end of episode eight, I was like, is he drowning? (laughs) I was like, wait, is he breathing or is he drowning? That's what they wanted you to think. And I'm like, at this point, I thought it would have been, it would have been a hell of a move on the part of the showrunners and you know the creators of succession to kind of kill off this like you know big character early on just how kind of how you know game of thrones did yeah but um no they kept him around and like despite what any profile says of jeremy strong (laughs) right um, i heard about that yeah the whole thing but um i you know he he plays the hell out of that role so um, kendall so well, that's all my thoughts on succession. Yeah, wh- let's let's switch gears and let's talk about insecure. Oh yes, um, and so we okay. are coming up. We are rounding out our days of insecure the for the series entire finale. series. The uh, so it'll be it'll be over um, very soon. But what are your thoughts of this season? Um, very different, uh, but sometimes different is good. I think I have been. I have laughed. I have had opinions on things. I think each episode has been very well thought out. Um, it's been very interesting to see these characters grow as for where they started for, to where they are now and yeah. just kind of the work that they've decided to do on themselves in that two-year time lapse um, that we took at the beginning of the season. So, I mean, I'm on board. I'm excited to see where this goes. I will say officially... I do not think that I am team Nathan and Issa. I don't okay. necessarily think I want them to end up together. I don't even necessarily know if I like Nathan um, all that much. Um, but with that being said, I also don't think that I want Issa to end up with Lawrence either. It would be a cool full circle moment from where they started during the first season and where they ended up. Okay. But maybe it's, no. So, okay, let's let's talk about this a little bit more. Okay. So why not Okay, the whole Nathan thing I get. Mm-hmm. I'm totally right with you. I think it's very I think it's way too early for them to be even moving, moving in. in. Yeah. I think like, "Oh, let's Yeah. Go. What are y'all doing? But is it why not the Lawrence? Why not Lawrence? Because I feel like, you know, no matter what, Issa knows, you know, his focus, his main focus is always going to be his child, as it should be. You know, if you've moved back to L.A. to be a part of this child's life, you're going to make sure that that child is a priority in anything that you do. I don't think Issa necessarily wants that or, you know, to, 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 to continually be reminded of that. Um, Lawrence made some mistakes. Sure, he said, I love you. What nigga hasn't said, I love you? Come on. But I think, (laughs) you know. Come on. I mean. So, the only, I love, actually, so I I am a card carrying member of the Lawrence Hive. Oh, great. I love Mason Lawrence. But I think um, the only reason why I don't want this to happen, and I had to like really find it in myself, 
It's like, why are you like, why are you fighting this? Um, because I do, I, I actually do want Lawrence and Issa to be together. But the only reason why I'm fighting this is because I do feel as though Issa lives in a um, Issa Rae now. And we're talking about Issa Rae, the actual writer and creator mm -hmm. of, a, of um, Insecure. But she lives in a place where the, her characters are very much real and lived in. And I feel like the situations they find themselves are very real situations. Right. And it's not always the happy, happy ever after kind of thing. And that's the only reason why I don't, I think it would be so happily ever after if her and Lawrence ended up together um, as the series closed. And I think that's the only reason why I'm like, fighting it is because I'm like well that's not really what this show has been it's all about the happily ever after it's been more so about the real life of how you know how sometimes it works and sometimes how it happens but um that's the that was my only reason why I couldn't find it outside mm -hmm. of that and so once I'm able to suspend that and be like it's no it can you can have that sometimes right you know what I'm saying like we've definitely seen these characters have all of a lot struggles. of ups and downs and so why can't like who says that it can't you know why right. can't we have this um in this um in the in this you know sitcom and so yeah that's the only reason why i don't want the happily ever after mm -hmm. but but once i'm able to suspend that reality and be like um you know what it's okay to have that it's okay to have your happily ever after i'm here for it i'm here for her and lawrence and and uh, together. I'm not going to be mad either way if she chooses, you know, I mean if she chooses to get with Lawrence at the end, fine. Or if she chooses to get with Nate and says you know what, but let's not move in just yet. Probably would be for the best. Yeah. Or if she chooses no one, great, and maybe she's focused on yeah. the business and the uh, building her brand and stuff like that. I love I think, where everyone else is at though. I would say I'm more interested in whether or not she chooses to work with Crenshaw or with the company. Oh, I've I've totally dropped that and suspended that. I'm not even worried about that. Anymore. I think I'm more interested in which one of those she was no, going to choose. I'm like, whatever, girl. Like, <laughs> oh, so you don't care about the community, about I would, about Inglewood. Well, I think what they showed us is that either way she does it, she's going to be successful. Right. Oh, through the little flash. Yeah. Forward. Either way she goes, she's going to be great. Um, mm. I love what's happening with Molly and Torian. Oh yeah, I love absolutely. that. Like, let's keep that going. I love what's happened with Kelly's development. Yeah. Um, I'm a little nervous about Tiffany. Um, <laughs> I feel like she is going she's moving. any day. She's gonna be like, yep. So I'm not going to Denver. Um, she's definitely not feeling the move. You can kind of see that yeah. in her um facial expressions and all of those things, and just kind of how she talks about you know the the entire move to Denver, but. Right. Um, I love where kind of people are leaving off. And I think uh, what I said earlier was that, you know, this final season of Insecure, and this it kind of feels a little bit like a victory lap because the work has been laid out since season one of right, all of these characters. And this. so yeah. how the stories have woven together so beautifully. Um, and we haven't had those experiences of like, well, where did this come from? Who was that? Like, Everybody knows. you know, it's just yeah. like, okay, this is, you know, it's been, um, it's been really great to see the ups yeah. and downs of, of all of them. So um, love Insecure and we'll be sad to see it go. Yeah, it was a great run and one episode left and that's that. Question for you. If you had to do a spinoff with, in, with one member of the cast, who would you choose to do the show 
Who would you build the show around? I mean, it's got to be Kelly. I mean, it's just sort of a no-brainer. Okay. Kelly is the the, the comedic soul of Insecure. And she's uh, Natasha Rothwell is also a very good writer and a good director, it turns out. She directed one of the episodes this season that I really, really enjoyed as well. So I would... I would love to see them give her the ability to let her creative juices fly. You know, I like give that. her a little bit less parameters. I like that idea. I like that idea as mm-hmm. well. Um, and then you can just have Molly and Issa guest in and out of the show from time to time to keep it all in the same universe. Mm-hmm. And Tiffany. Yep. I like that idea. Um, I have a. I have another choice. I think I know who you're going to say. Yeah, I think you know who I'm going to say, too. Um, I would build a show around Ahmad. I knew you. Why did I know you were going to say that? Issa's, Issa's brother, right? I would build a show yeah, around Yeah, I was like, I knew you were going to say that. Even his, like, I little bit in that it. penultimate episode yes. was just like, ugh, like, this, yeah, yeah. this is a character that I would be intrigued to see. see. I think it could be really good. Yeah, And I, um, I would be interested to see how that. Um, what his life was like. Yeah. yeah. And just kind of, you know. All of the uh, the different communities of gay in in Hollywood in yeah. Los Angeles. So, um, but that's who I was going to show it around. But okay, I could see that. All right, let's let's wrap up our insecure. Let's move on. What okay. show do you want to talk about next? Uh, let's talk about Abbott Elementary. Okay. <laughs> um, so this is a Quinta Brunson passion project child uh, that has come a long way, and she is killing it. Yeah, I mean, from the pilot episode, I'm definitely enjoying this. I can't wait to see yes. what, you know, it comes out in 2022. But I am, I'm really excited. I thought it was a really strong pilot episode. Yeah. I thought that um, the, <laughs> yeah, I love all, I love all of the characters. Yeah, I think it's very well casted. I think it's very wittily written. Um, I'm I'm intrigued to know more about them. The principal is a favorite of mine. She yeah, I hope is all of hilarious. the characters stay. I, I, I would hope so. I mean, are you talking about maybe if some guy drops off from the pilot? Yeah, after some, the you pilot? know, sometimes yeah. the pilot, they'll or recast maybe it after between the pilot. From pilot until, you know, actual yeah. series order. There'll, there'll be things that will yeah. switch up. So I, I really enjoyed the pilot and I hope everyone stays because yeah. The principal definitely is she, yeah. a is the, the perfect relief, you know, but also the perfect antagonist oh, for yeah. <laughs> all of this and just yeah. like how how she got her job, how she's yeah. like doing she her said, job. I needed a job, and so <laughs> I called my my principal and Pookie's mama <laughs> and said, "Hey, give me this job." Oh gosh, so um, no, I love that. And then Shirley Ralph, who's like the vet, yeah. um, literally of uh, the vet of the cast, but then also of the um, high of school the, of the school. So uh, I love or her character. Elementary school, Albert yeah. Elementary, mm-hmm. yeah. And um, Jesse from the Parent Trap, yeah, is also a yeah. um, is also a teacher there. So yeah. I know I loved it. I thought it was really good. I thought it was and really Tyler good James show. Williams also. I'm glad Coming he's in, gotten another I'm, good role. So yeah, I think you know it looks like that there he might be like the love interest yeah, of um, it seems like. of Quinta. Uh, but I, 
I, I definitely am a fan. I really did like it. I'll be adding it to the January watch list for yeah, sure. Yeah, I definitely don't have any notes. I love no it. notes like Beyonce. No notes. Um, let's move on to and just like that. Let's do it. Okay. Uh, you go first. Now I well, what I will say is that I know that you are our resident you, sex in the you city. You know, I provide info expert. where I need to. You have gotcha. you really gotcha. know sex in the city way more than I do. To be honest with you, I. I've seen episodes of the show. I've watched episodes of the show. I've never seen the series front to end. Um, but I'm a fan of the first movie. Okay. Um, I really do like the first movie. Yeah, no, it's good. The first movie is a good one. And I did see the second movie, but I wasn't as big of a fan of that. Me but neither. With this and just like that, um, because I, I, I guess because you know, despite what people are saying, like on social media, because I don't have that marriage to the series mm-hmm. in its original form, I'm a fan of this. Mm-hmm. I like it just like that. I, I have no note. I mean, I have a couple of notes. Let, let me, let me not say, go no, too there's far. A couple of notes. But I, I um, I'll, overall, I like it. So. As a I've so little context, I've watched the entire Sex and the City series front to back at least three times, I think. Um I had to approach this as okay, I'm going to and just like that is a different show. It's yeah, not, it is not Sex and the Sex City. Sex in the City. Does it involve the same characters? Yes, but they are at different points in their lives, different stages in their lives. All of these women are, you know, mid fifties have at least a child or two or a, a couple marriages under their belt. Um, they've been through some things, you know? And yep. so, of course, they're not going to be just running around the city having these escapades and stuff like that like they did in the earlier series because it's not very realistic of, you know... These women are now in their 50s. Of these, of these, And that's not to say that a woman in their 50s can't run around and do those escapades, and I'm sure we'll see some of them. But they're more than likely not going to be running around doing all those escapades. Yeah, there are more things, you know? And so... I'm not mad at the series. I do, I, and I'm going to continue watching. I'm caught up, all three episodes, but I do have notes. Um, first note, I am not sure I am on board with how they are treating Samantha's character or how they chose to treat Samantha's character. Okay. Um, they. I feel as though that they chose to go the the reflection of real life route and and just infuse that into the script instead of coming up with something a little more concrete. Okay. Um, I think maybe they did that because they are leaving room just in case. Just in case. Kim Cattrall says she wants to come back. You know, they just kind of set Samantha's character off to the side when they could have killed her easily and it had been logical. And they chose not to. And I just think that that's very interesting. This show's seen our, er, enough death already. <laughs> yeah. That I wasn't surprised about, though. I was this like, show, okay. I mean, literally, I mean, literally and figuratively. Right. Um, as far as the treatment of the Samantha character and how they chose to go about this, which is the whole, you know, we fell out. I fired her as my publicist. Yeah. Um, it just doesn't seem very characteristic that, you know, sparked of her. A, you know, rift between the friendship and then Samantha moved to London. Um, I think once again, because I don't have that 
connection to the the series Mm -hmm. this was like okay like i'm i'm gonna go with it the thing about it is is that the people who are watching this know exactly what the situation is with sarah jessica parker and kim cattrall right they know exactly what it is and so like to me they could have already said anything because we already know why she's not there. Everyone knows why Samantha is not on the screen right now. Right. And so, to me, they could have went ahead and said anything. So just then why because, not just kill her off? Well, I think because they want to... I think like I think what you said is true. They do want to leave that door open just in case she would want to come back. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's why they don't want to kill her off, per se. Um, also because... Let's go ahead and, you know, not bury the lead here. Um, there's a pretty huge death already happening in, right. in the series. And so yeah. I don't know if we could have done <laughs> two of those. I mean, I, it's interesting that they chose to go that route instead of, you know, I guess a more, I guess it would have been a more obvious route. So I, I well, don't know. Um, yeah. The other thing. The other, I also. No, Let's put ahead. a pin in that because I do okay. have something I do want to say about that. Please. Oh, what the? We can go, get no. We can go back to it. No, like we'll talk about that death. Let's in get into it now, then. Well, I mean, what are your thoughts? Well, the big death that I was referring to, for those who don't know, um, and if you don't mind spoilers, the biggest, the big thing that happens in the very first episode is that Carrie's husband dies. Big dies of a heart at the very end of the episode of a heart attack. Heart attack yeah. Um. And, you know, when I first saw it, I was like, oh, wow, okay, this is, you know, this is a big step in this whole thing. But as that happened on the television screen, mm-hmm. and then as that was happening in real life, the dismantling of Chris Noth started to really happen as yeah. well. Which freaked me out. Yeah. If I, I'm going to be honest, it freaked me out a little bit because I'm like, are these people in the Illuminati? How is this so perfectly timed <laughs> yeah. that his, you know, his character that everyone knows him for it's like his career is killed, is dying, but then now then his, his career is being yeah. killed. Um, which like let me know. I was like, okay, they these are some very powerful people because I feel like this was not just by coincidence how this happened. It seemed almost timed a little bit way too perfectly for this <laughs> to happen. I was just like, this is this is odd and this is very weird. I'm not gonna say it was. I'm not gonna say it's on purpose, but it is very eerily. It was timed almost happening to together. the like yeah. someone knew that this was coming out and yeah. they said. We're going to drop it on episodes now. Yeah. Kill his ass. Get him the fuck up out of here. Yeah. I I don't know what's going on there, but it is a very eerie coincidence in in that sense. But uh, the only other question I had, where is Smith Jared at? There's no mention of him. Do we know? Nobody? Anybody? Bueller? Bueller? Well, we know that they're not like together together. Well, I thought they were at the end of the series. They chose to be together. At the end of the series, yes. But then at the end of the first film, they they decided to part ways. Um, They sure did. And so we might see him. We might. I mean, yeah. That would be a great way for us to get some Samantha intel. But we saw Aiden again. Um, But 
I'm, I'm, I mean, I'm really curious to see how they handle certain, you know, aspects of it. I think for me, where my notes come in for the series was a little, um, how they are inserting the people of color oh, yeah. into this cast is a little yeah. interesting. Too, too on the nose. A little too on the nose. Very interesting. Um, with that being said, I can't say that I hate any of those characters. No, I, love I love the them characters. All. Yeah. Uh, but I just like how them. they are, I don't know. I feel like they are, they're going to be there for a purpose to be like. To help the white character ascend to a new level of understanding. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, I don't. What do they call that? I don't know. Magical Negro. Yeah, I think they call it the Magical Negro um, or something like that. Hmm. Um, but it's just, yeah, I'm like, okay. So, I mean, that 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 is one piece for me. Um, the other thing, can we find something to do with Charlotte? Like, I don't know yeah, what she to did. tell y'all. I think maybe she will be, because right now it, it seems that she's, it's definitely all her storyline is pointed inward and her, with her family. That's where the storyline is going. And How I think Nicole Ari Parker's character will maybe help become a plot device to get her character some, uh, to some point. Please, let's season. find something to do with her. But see, I mean, damn, we'll just give Charlotte one of Miranda's storylines because she's got plenty. Like, Alcoholic. She's <laughs> gay. Child. Um, the child running a, is running a literally child menagerie. <laughs> a brothel in her house. Miranda has like five storylines and it's like, well, damn, let's give some of these to Charlotte then because Going we, don't gray. Need, we don't need all of these. Going gray. Yeah. Um, Steve going deaf. Steve's deaf. <laughs> Child, I, I can't. I just, I'm like, that. I think that's my other note is that there's too much going on with Miranda. We don't need all of this. I don't think. All of this is necessary. We could probably done without Steve losing his hearing. We could have also probably done without um, Brady and all of this sex. Like, I mean, okay, I guess. Uh, Do you think they're going to try to make Miranda gay? I hope not. But, I mean, I guess if that's what her, she wants for her character, because she's an executive producer on this show. Yeah. So I just don't see how they could do it realistically. For us, I think. I mean, Miranda's always seen, been straight. Miranda's always been there straight. There was an episode in Sex and City where she did try to be gay and, like, it didn't work. You, I don't know if you saw this episode. This is for the Sex this and City This is where she, knowledge. like, invited her friend over for, like, a dinner or something? Well, it, they were at the softball game and, like, her boss, she yeah. worked for the law firm and her boss always One of the invited gay couple at the, the top couple. Yeah. And he thought, yeah. And so yeah. they went as the gay couple and then she ended up having to tell the truth and then they tried to kiss and she was like yeah no i i like men and she was like uh where's the shot yeah so i just don't i yeah. mean so I don't, now it doesn't yeah i just don't i think it would be such a what where did that come from so i hope they don't do that but who knows so i'll be i'll definitely be watching though yeah i'll watch yeah but uh yeah that's all i have for that Okay. Any other shows that you want to discuss to talk about? Uh, no, just some honorable mentions. I have been watching Hawkeye. I know you're okay. not into Marvel and stuff like that, but Hawkeye has also been a really great show. That season finale, um, the, as the week of this, the we're recording this is the season finale of Hawkeye. Um, and then also a special shout out to Spider Man No Way Home. 
A brilliant movie. <laughs> very, very good one. movie. Definitely a good movie. Um, I saw Passing. Who's um, in that? So that is Tessa Thompson and Ruth Nega. Oh, that's supposed to be like one of Alexander the sisters was passing as white. Yeah. Um, I'm sure it was Ruth Nega's character. Really great film. Yeah. Really great. Oscar worthy? Uh, I think so. I think so. Okay. It's all in black and white, um, oh, which really? was like very striking. It was a very striking um, The posters in color. Movie. It was a very striking movie. It's all in black and white, but it's really cool. I uh, also enjoyed, um, there is a, uh, hold on, I'm going to forget the name. Give me one second. Mm-hmm. Couldn't have liked it that much. Right. Can't even remember it. Landscapers. What is that? So this is on HBO Max. Um, Landscapers is a movie. It's actually based on like a true story. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about a couple in the UK um, who had um bodies buried in their backyard and i think like 15 years later it actually came up and it was like found that they had like disposed of these bodies and so it's their experience of like being on trial um it's a husband and wife is it a movie docuseries no it's a it's a it's a tv show oh okay oh it's called landscapers interesting yep um, so that was that's actually uh, very interesting. I just I've only start I've just recently started it. Watched the first episode of it. Um, mm-hmm. Olivia Coleman mm-hmm. is the plays the wife. Oh, I've seen this. Yeah, she um, yes. she's kind of like a westerns fanatic, yes. and she has like a um, she has like this like thing for like you know Hollywood memorabilia. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the house the house is very interesting and um. They they actually move out of the house where the bodies are buried and go live in France to kind of like mm-hmm. I think hide from the law, but end up actually getting caught and brought back. Hmm. Um, okay, so that's a that's a very interesting one. One that I would say. I think uh, the only other TV show that I need to catch up on that I want to um, is that new episodes of Lost in Space came out. Lost in Space third and final season on Netflix, and oh, I. Yeah. Was very the first season was pretty decent. The second season was a little lackluster for me, but I will be intrigued to see how they kind of cap this off in the third and final season. So I want to watch that too. Yeah, I would say um, for me, finally, um, Apple TV, The Shrink Next Door. Oh yeah, a yeah. really good. Also based on a true story. Um, this is uh, Will Ferrell and Paul Rudd. I've seen that. Yeah, um, which basically characterizes a 30-year relationship between a man and his therapist in which the therapist was manipulating him um, almost out of $3.2 million over the course of 30 years. Jesus. Um, he had control over this like man's like business, um, his home in the Hamptons. Um they like built like they put like this foundation together. He had brainwashed been, as a therapist. Like he was in this, he was in this man's will. Um, and what's so cool is as I'm watching the series, but I'm also listening to the, to the podcast of the real person. And it's, yeah, it's a very interesting story. Um, just about manipulation and, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I've just, I've, I've, shout you know, out how people are in the, uh, you know, spoiler alert, this therapist is not in jail. 
Because <laughs> I was like, oh, he should be in jail. Like, no. Uh, I have a, one more yet again. I think you've watched this. The Janet Jackson documentary about the Super Bowl. Did you ever check that out? I've not seen that, no. On Hulu, the New York Times. That's also that. a must-see um, that I think you should check out as well. This is an hour long, but it's pretty good. And Janet herself has a documentary coming out in January on Lifetime. Come on, Janet. So where she talks about it all, apparently, allegedly. Let's do it. So a lot of good TV. Definitely. Lots of good TV. All right. Well, with that, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll be talking about New Year's resolutions. We'll be right back. And we're back. All right, Trent, we're talking about New Year's resolutions. What do you got for us? Um, as far as New Year's resolutions, going into 2022, um, I feel like I feel like I say this every year. <laughs> what? Just about I want to build my um savings. I want to I mean, build always. my financial portfolio. Yeah. Uh, it's time for me to get to this money. Um, I'll be getting to the and money. so I think Everybody you know mad. I need to really I need to delete certain apps off my phone. Yeah, Uber Eats, Grubhub. Do you have any of those Ubers. money saver apps? Uh, what is it called? Acorn is one. I of have them. Acorns. I was thinking about maybe trying that out. What do you think about it? Acorns is good. Um, Acorns is good. You have to. I feel like Acorns is like an app you have to kind of like set it and forget it. Mm-hmm. Like. Do it, but then, like, set up your account, but then, like, delete the app off your phone. Oh, uh, so that you don't cash So you don't out see how anything. much, like, you're saving or anything like that. Because mm-hmm. they'll let you do withdrawals. Oh, it will? Yeah. So, mm-hmm. like, just, yeah. Just, there like, would be a cute little set it and forget just, it. Just, like, set it and then, like, get rid of it. Like, don't even think about it. Just remember your password. Yeah. Put it away for, like, a rainy day. Hmm, that's smart. But yeah, so Maybe I think I'll just do kind of like doing that. that, I think that is it. That's one for me. Um, 2020, 20, 2020, um, and 2021, both years, I think, were a little bit of anomaly with COVID. But for 2022, I definitely want to visit home a lot more. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, because the last two years have been, um, so so health focused and health conscious focus right. you know traveling was down but for 2022 fingers crossed that you know omicron and all of this stuff will chill out but i definitely want to be home a lot more um mm-hmm. in the new year i want to be around um family and mom a lot more okay nice yeah nice. what about you um, I don't really have much. I think my biggest one is just uh, like yours. Continue. I, I feel like I reached a few um, new financial goals this year, and I kind of want to continue to reach some more of those um, and start just kind of thinking about start thinking about uh, what the next step is looking like. You know, the next step to getting to uh, what my ultimate goal is, and so just more pet projects, more stuff with the podcast, more stuff. Um, just being more creative in general, I think, is probably one of my bigger New Year's resolutions. I don't think that I have been um, execute, exercising that enough. And so uh, that's one of the things I want to get back to. Okay. All mm-hmm. right. That's definitely fair. Um, 
Any New Year's resolutions that you feel like you accomplished from last year? Um, quite a few. Uh, got a new job. Uh, got a new apartment. Uh, reached some savings goals. Um, one step closer to being completely out of debt. Um, yeah, yeah. There's a few I think that I I've, I've reached. Um, but again, you know, still more to go. Good. I think I definitely have more legwork to do in terms of reaching my goals from last year. Mm-hmm. Um, things I need to really focus on, but. Um, they're not lost. Those are still resolutions, and I'm not forgetting them. I'm just still working in progress towards them. Maybe so. they take more than a year sometimes. Right. So, ain't no wrong with that. Um. Okay. Well. Uh. Any predictions? 2022. How do you want to end this off? Uh. What about from Cold Pop? Any things like that? I'm claiming that Cold Pop in 2022. Um. That the YouTube content is going to be more um more 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 it's going to be um more content more frequently we need a sponsor somebody come sponsor us so that's what i want to that's what i'm going to claim for cold pop okay that's fair what about you uh i think more social engagement I think that's always good. I think you're not even on social media right now. So what are you talking about? <laughs> what what's, what what are you talking about? <laughs> More social engagement with our um, listeners and just building our audience. I think is what one of my biggest goals is going to be. Got it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, let's go on and end this. Uh, 2021 into 2022. What are we calling this? Let Cold Pop take you into 2022. Is that what it was? Um, I So we said that at the beginning of this. I was not workshopping that as a title. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, uh, We could do All Sang. Uh, what's the name of the song? Old Lang Sang. Old Lang Sang. Yeah. yeah. Um, Cold Pop. Old Lang Cold Pop. Um, <laughs> but we'll, we can workshop the title at another time. For right now, the only title that you guys need to know is uh, where to find us and that you can find us at cold pop show on instagram uh cold pop podcast on facebook and cold pop show on twitter and um youtube yeah and if you want to email us please do at cold pop show at gmail.com uh i once again currently am not on the socials so don't look for me or whatever i don't know i mean live, carry on as you were <laughs> we're gonna find you i don't know i don't know why i said that get him, get him <laughs> out of here judges where did that jane where, where did that come from don't look for me Child, i heard it and they heard it too <laughs> i didn't even mean um, that <laughs> no you, you meant it i do um, mean that. but Just... you can find me at trent rashad uh on instagram and Trenton RD on Twitter. Awesome. All right. Well, you guys have an amazing rest of 2021 um, and 2022. And we'll catch you all next year. Bye.